guys so pretty simple question this week well, if you had to choose one serial killer to hang out with for a whole weekend sort of uh, griswold style uh family vacation <laughs> does griswold count i mean yes <laughs> <laughs> well are we talking about uh movies no the or cousin any any <laughs> any serial killer real or fictional well, I definitely want a fictional one because <laughs> now, just I'm only gonna be in fictional danger from a. Well, okay, I was gonna say just just so, um, so as it's somewhat fair. They aren't allowed to kill us. <laughs> they're probably not going to kill you. Oh, okay. Deal breaker. They're 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 kind of friends with you. Is basically the deal. Like, they they think they think that it would be in their best interest if they didn't kill you. It's not that they won't end up getting you killed somehow. Oh. Nece not necessarily, but... Well, I, I definitely already have mine. Well, go ahead. I'm going with the Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Sounds good. Because I could get the most delicious human treats. <laughs> human treats! <laughs> <laughs> so you just want to eat people? Yeah, I mean, just in case you've ever wanted to eat people, but you didn't want to do the killing yourself. But you could also have gone with uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, the people Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that uh, rumors of his people eating is have been exaggerated because he's only said he only said that he ate people one time, and it was to a bunch of like news cameras, and so it was like, and there was no evidence of it. Well, of course it wouldn't be. He pooped it out. <laughs> he ate the evidence. <laughs> no, I mean there weren't like. You know, he ate the evidence and then he flushed the evidence. <laughs> just think about the delicious meals you could get hanging out with Hannibal Lecter. Oh yeah, I also, mean that would be so super good. Smart guy, hmm. like you could have meaningful conversation. He's with a him. jerk he off. Could be your shrink. <laughs> he could be your shrink. That's true. He's a jerk off and a piece of shit. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See now you're someone that Doctor Hannibal Lecter would refer to as rude. Yeah. yeah. Or rutabaga. <laughs> just as a potato it's rutabaga's a potato right no it's a turnip oh, i knew it was some sort of bullshit vegetable <laughs> those vegetables that pretend to be vegetables yeah <laughs> fucking made up ones we all know there's only five or six actual vegetables the other ones are just dozy dos yeah they're all fruit <laughs> or starches or some bullshit <laughs> exactly or legumes <laughs> legume well Cheats, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm going to go next because uh, my expertise is not within the realm of serial killers. So I'm just going to choose Jack the Ripper so that it can be during a time period where it's socially acceptable for me to get blitzed out of my fucking gourd on opium. Well, and you want to kill hookers. 
I don't want to kill hookers. You didn't say that we had to take out their hobbies. That was your yeah. That was your you choice. chose to, to <laughs> eat with the wolves there. Okay, well, they come on now. Doctor. If you're friends with somebody that kills hookers, you pretty much kill hookers too. That's not true. I mean, if you're there you're when they're doing it. You're complacent to killing hookers. I mean, I did just say that I want to be... He knows that he's a serial killer. Like, that's the whole point of this. I, I mean, I, I am actually... It's still not the same thing as doing it yourself. <laughs> that's true. I am, but it's also true that if I'm complacent, I'm just as bad. But mostly I'm also curious about who uh, Jack the Ripper actually was, considering there's still a lot of mystery around that. But really, I just want to do opium. You can, you can do opium right now. Yeah, you can actually. I mean, not at my house. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is, it's not socially acceptable for me to do so. But if it's that time period of England, I mean, is that the only thing stopping like... you doing opium? Probably. <laughs> just do it, son. I can't do that. Why? Because as soon as I do, I'll be arrested. <laughs> People do drugs every day, man. No, they don't. And they're not arrested. If, arcade, if arcades machines have taught us anything, is that winners don't do drugs. So it's perfectly fine if you use opium. <laughs> Just imagine if Cheats got addicted to opium because you told him to do it, Philip. Oh. Imagine if Cheats got addicted to opium because I told him he could. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Slippery slope, my Cheats friend. Cheats needs to live his life. Not need to let society tell him what to do. He only gets to live once. What, what would you have done if you just said, just do it, Cheats? And, and you just, just pulled like, opium right, out of your pocket? Just, just opium in a pipe. And just... Well, I guess I'd be like... Alright, I guess we're doing this, man. <laughs> <laughs> that glorious painting of Jeff Goldblum as Reed Richards behind you would not approve. No, nah, he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, nothing harkens back to the time period of uh, British imperialism like Jeff Goldblum and opium. <laughs> God damn it. Be hurt? Am <sighs> I having a real hard time with this? I so, feel like uh, I kind of think you guys don't actually have to watch them do murders. It's well, possible uh, uh, that they well, will. I'm, I'm not. See, unlike some of these guys, I don't want to be involved in the murder. <laughs> so, I think I would hang out with Charles Manson, and we would work on for the for the entirety of the weekend. We would work on making a hit song. I think he'd be down with that. Although he's not technically would, a murderer, it would probably be better than his actual music. <laughs> It's See, like, I thought you were going to pick Stuntman Mike. Well, no, because uh, you you can't drive anywhere with him. <laughs> He'll just murder you. <laughs> All right, man, I'm going to run the store. You want to ride with me? No, I'm good. But, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Me and just, Chuck are going to lock, so. lock the fucking doors, and we're not leaving until we have a suitable fucking <laughs> Beach Boys-style hit. <laughs> lock the doors. Locking the doors. I mean, he should be used to it. I mean, he's dead now, but, I mean, up until then. <laughs> up until death, he should be used to locked doors. True. He, Charles Manson's not dead yet, is yeah. he? Yeah. He died last year. Oh. Didn't he, oh, didn't right. he die while we were visiting you? Yeah, maybe he did. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I almost said, didn't he die while we were visiting him? <laughs> while we were visiting. Yes, we were visiting Charles Manson. Uh, I'm gonna have to pick the Black Dahlia murder, er, because one, I want to know which one of the various theories of who it was is true, and two, I just, I'm just curious. I gotta know how it's even done. Like, how do you even? Because they don't, they still don't know. They're just like, fucking mannequin body. This is basically what he turned the person into. Yeah. Uh, 
it's kind of similar situation as like the Zodiac Killer. Like you kind of just want to hang out to know whether like he did it or not. Yeah, but we already know who the Zodiac Killer is, and that's Ted Cruz. Yeah, it's well, obviously Ted that's Cruz. That's true. It's similar to the Black Dahlia murder, but we now know it's Ted Cruz, so the mystery is gone. But, I mean, plus, let's be honest, aside from, you know, the shitty band that took their name from the Black Dahlia murder, like, that's just kind of like a hell of a title for fucking anything. Yeah, it's badass sounding. Yeah. And, uh, additionally, I would be able to then make a movie about the Black Dahlia murder that doesn't suck. The truth <laughs> behind the Black Dahlia murder. That's what you would put on the poster. Yeah. Regardless of what the title if, if it was is. actually I don't know true. what you would call it. <laughs> right. That would be the subtitle. <laughs> I guess I couldn't call it Black Dahlia Murder because then it would be in the fucking well, movie there's... store right next to that garbage fucking... I think there's already one. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. And it was a fucking awful. If not more than one. <laughs> Can we all just mutually agree that the worst serial killer to hang out with would be Norman Bates? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. He does have candy corn. <laughs> That's not a good enough reason. <laughs> huh? candy corn yeah i could just buy candy corn (laughs) ignoring the fact that candy corn is instead of just talking to him and and his mother who doesn't exist in the conversation that might be pretty interesting though hey uh norman you want to go get some kfc oh uh let me just ask mother real quick mother do you want some no norman (laughs) that could be the worst that would be pretty annoying I, i almost think i think that would be less annoying than hannibal lecter D Hart does not put up with Hannibal Lecter at all. Apparently, <laughs> I, which I Hannibal Lecter so though? Fuck, uh, you know the one. Well, but <laughs> since then, he, since uh, Anthony Hopkins, in my mind, he's been superseded by uh, Mads oh, Mikkelsen. Okay, well, I've never seen that one, so I can it's tell you. so much better. Not better. I, I don't know. It's just amazing because it's a series. He's first just of all. he's a more fitting. He's definitely a more fitting actor for the role. Yeah, he's way scarier and way less of a caricature. And he's way cooler, too. And he throws cool dinner parties. Yeah, he... All the he, time. He had the dinner party where everybody was... They were supposed to eat the bird, you know, when you drowned it, and then you cook it whole, and then you eat it whole. Yeah. I don't get this fucking rich shit. <laughs> well, that's like a super, like... Nobody... It's not cool to do that meal, but it's like... Yeah, that's why rich people do it. Yeah, because they, cool. they can get away with it. I've eaten whale, man. <laughs> it's like, man, I've always thought whale would be too fatty. <laughs> well, I know it for a fact. All, All right. right. Well, well, terrible answers. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Phil the Kill Collins. Cheats the Streets McGee. Andy Hart. Phil has picked the movies for us to roast today, and they're basically porn, so thanks for that, Phil. <laughs> uh, I, them, I disagree and, that they're basically porn. And it, yeah, it's it's way too weak for porn. Dude, we've, <laughs> we've podcasted movies that were way more porny than this. Like Samurai Cop? Yeah, we didn't see Sharon Stone's what vagina about... at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in this well, movie. <laughs> even in that This one, is the movie we're talking about. It's like, you can't really see anything. Yeah. And, yeah, what about... Was, wasn't Death Spa super porny? I I don't think it was very porny, but you did see a vagina in it. Well, if that's okay. all that it takes. <laughs> well, no, that's not... I just couldn't remember. I feel like we saw one around that era where I thought it was super pornographic. We did pornographic. see a dick in this one. Yeah. You did... Yeah, you did see a penis in this one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I like, mean, full frontal. Full penis. Flop cock. <laughs> 
the full picker. Yeah, but if that's all it takes, then we saw, <laughs> then we see one last week or whatever week it was when we did uh, yeah, Basket yeah. Case, uh, and that was your fucking fault. And this one wasn't even <laughs> running, so well, fucking you know? <laughs> hear that, Stephen. Yeah, no kidding. And I watched fucking however many minutes of just flopping and bouncing. Man, I'd rather watch Basket Case than either one of these movies. Yeah. Well, that's not I... the question. All right, we're not talking about how how preferable. Let's just fucking get into it. It's, it's Sliver and California, spelled with a K, both from 1993 of similar genre. I picked these two movies just because I haven't seen, to be honest, I haven't seen that many movies from the 90s. Like, uh, most of the movies that I watched whenever I was growing up are from either Disney's catalog, which many of those are from the 90s, but excluding those... Yeah. adult fare from the 90s, like thrillers and uh, horror movies and stuff like that. I was sheltered from them, obviously. So, I just thought, I never heard of any of these. This one's got, fuck, California's got uh, David Duchovny and Brad Pitt, and it's like, where the fuck did this movie come from? Yeah, I have never I, heard I of it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard of it. So, Probably because Juliette Lewis is in it, and I can't stand it. Yeah, I don't know what it is about her. It's really uncomfortable to watch her act. It's really uncomfortable. She has it's a, like, oh my god, what are you gonna do next? I'd Jesus. say, aside from, aside from like dust till dawn, from dust till dawn, she kind of has like two modes, <laughs> you know. Uh, either she's going full retard, which uh, she kind of does in this movie, or, <laughs> or she is just she's somebody who's just. Almost, just, if not despicable, then borderline despicable. So, a movie you might know her from is a very similar to this one, but um, different in many key ways, Natural Born Killers. But she's a murderer in that one. Yeah. Uh, much more, That's in more this one she's just in line complacent. with the despicable line. Right. <laughs> she's also got a major role in What's Eating Gilbert Grape as well. Uh, I couldn't tell you about that. Yeah, she was in Strange Days. Watched we watched Gilbert that, Grape. didn't we? Yes. Yeah. She was in Strange Days. Yeah, not a big fan of her, but... Yeah. <laughs> and she fucked Tom Sizemore. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Calm down. The, the only good thing that came out of me watching California, because this movie makes me legitimately angry, was that... Uh, I've seen the a gif of Michelle Forbes whenever she is uh, topless, but just, like, the black bra by the way her hair comes. Like, I've seen that so many times on, like, Imager or someplace else, and I've never known what it's from. Why? So, so <laughs> I don't know. I just see rain. I'm from the internet, D-Heart. I just see things, okay? And <laughs> That's not how it works, D-Heart. D- That's not how it works, Chi-Heart. But now I know what that's from. When you're so on the internet, it- you go to things. Things don't just come to you. That depends on what part of the internet you're on. This movie was directed by Dominic Senya, and if you've if you were asking yourself while you watched it, if it kind of looked like a giant Aerosmith video from 1996, then yes, that's the type of shit that this guy directs is fucking music videos. But he also did the Gone in 60 Seconds movie. Okay, that one wasn't bad. Recently podcasted and Season of the Witch. Well, that was really bad. And Swordfish. (laughs) And Swordfish. Which gave us the gift of Halle Berry's boobs. So I guess he's not all bad. But. <laughs> Can't be all bad, but he's also not all good either. 
So, California, spelled with a K, once again, a journalist duo go on a tour of serial killer murder sites with two companions unaware that one of them is a serial killer himself. Okay, David Duchovny is a writer that needs to travel across country with uh, his girlfriend slash photographer to murder sites. It's like, hey, so we can split the expenses, I'm going to put up this little postcard... Hey, this is why the movie has starts. That's why it starts with a K, because on the postcard he wrote California with a K, and uh, the only person that saw it because uh, the guy who had showed up to be the janitor decided he didn't want to be a janitor because nobody wants to. Right. <laughs> and he takes it. Well, you nobody would want to unless they needed access to. Um children's lockers and weird shit well it's not that kind of school (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah like of course i can't remember her name uh david duchovny's girlfriend or wife uh Uh, carrie yes of course carrie has reservations about bringing these fucking strangers on them uh, bringing these fucking strangers with them across country they hadn't even met in person okay he just talked to him on the phone yeah so he left his phone number on the card at yes. the college, and we've already established that, um, at this point we've established that Brad Pitt is a felon who has a parole officer and doesn't pay his rent and is He has a one-armed up. parole officer. Yeah, he does. Who fucking I don't know why, him. but <laughs> he does. It's such a weird, like... It's a weird detail that goes nowhere. Yeah, it seems like why did they do that? Maybe because you the guy really check only, in the guy, maybe the, the guy, guy just is. has one arm and he's also an actor. Possibly. I, I, I but to me, I don't know. It seems, seems like in, something... in unnecessary to even show his arm on film at all if yeah. that was the case. Like it's an unnecessary detail. Uh, it, unless you were like, okay, the parole officer is going to be following him. Right, and he's going to have some kind of a, pl- a yeah. role to play in this. But, but that doesn't. is not the case. No. Instead, we have... Uh, he's got too many things. He's, we have, he's a sketchy parole officer, and he's one-armed. It's too many things. Instead, we have uh, David Duchovny doing his uh, his thing that he does, which is the, uh, the X-Files slash Red Shoe Diaries uh, not giving a fuck narration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's never d- done anything but that, I don't feel. He was on Twin Peaks, but that was a very small role. <laughs> yeah, the narration's really just not good. That that's his like, style. Though. Really, has Duchovny ever really has he ever really gone away from that style ever? I don't know. I haven't Wasn't watched he Californication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even in that, he was still kind of that same like not he was that Hank Moody character from uh, Californication. Like it's just that kind of not giving a fuck. Like, yeah, I mean. I, I think he doesn't act. He just says lines and with like his usual kind of like this is how I talk, man. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of that uh, Keanu Reeves syndrome where he's a blank cartridge of a human that you put your feelings into. But he he yeah, comes across bad. as very professional. Right. No, he, I don't, he's not a bad actor, but he only does this one thing. Yeah, that's his thing that he does, which is like I said, it's it's similar to the. Uh, to me, anyway, it's the key in it. Sort of like uh, Brad Pitt's one thing that he does in movies is eat. Where he constantly <laughs> eats. And if he's not eating, then he's brushing his teeth. Which is his uh, nervous tick in this movie for at least the first third. 
is that he's constantly got his toothbrush and he's like, and also he's going, I can't even. Shit. It's you just you just turned into Kathy Bates from Misery. Yeah, the the whole him fucking snorting his own snot basically is another thing that just irks. He has he has many of those things in this movie. It's just. Little gross things that no one would ever want to be around the person who's doing them. Well, I think they're trying to put across that he's not a very likable guy. No. I mean, he has his his moments. His name's Early. (laughs) It's like Earl with a Y. Like, what? Maybe maybe he's similar to an Earl, but he's not an Earl. So he's just kind of early. (laughs) (laughs) No, that would be (laughs) Earl-ish. No. It's funny, he doesn't look Earlish. <laughs> the character of Early is just a garbage fire of a creature. I'm not even going to say he's human. He's just awful. He would, he was, he's the kind of guy that would... He's only good in one situation. And that's the hanging out in a bar situation. Yeah. Like, in that situation, he's your go-to. Yeah, he's the one you would want to take with he's you. He's the one that the doesn't give a shit about going to jail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and for some reason, everybody in the bar will take his side over the guy that basically lives there. I mean, the waitress knows this. He was being an asshole. Yeah, he was. He probably deserved it. Well, we know that he I w- did. I would like to believe. I would like to believe that uh, bar folk know. Bar folk and, know. Yeah, they they know. It's like he was being an asshole. He okay. deserved to have a bottle of breath <laughs> yeah, over his say, head. Two we bottles. Say he deserves it, but like. <laughs> This is this is movie bottles. We all know in real life what a breaking a bottle over somebody's head. He would be fucking yeah. dead if he got two bottles broken over his fucking head uh, right after the one after the other. I don't know if he'd be dead, but he'd be severely concussed. Yeah, I think he was though. In this in this scene that we're talking about, concussions don't happen. He's, he's bleeding like profusely, and they had to drag him away. That man is dead. Yeah, he's I fucked mean, up. Like what? I think Mark's Mark's ex roommate got. A broken bottle smashed over the back of his head, and it like went into his neck, and he had to have insane surgery from it. Yeah, <laughs> bottle breaking. That's why they shouldn't do it in movies because people think that you can just be fine afterwards, which you absolutely cannot. But it does take a lot more to break a bottle than what you would think too, because so most of the time you're just getting hit with a blunt object rather than having something shattered on you or shattered. Oh man. Yeah. Now they're driving across an country. Yeah, so so I want you to realize the part at which I started like started disliking this movie is actually as soon as their trip starts and he immediately gives uh, Carrie a reason to dislike him because the rest of the movie after that is her just being like, "Hey, this guy is a fucking shit show," and David Duchovny's character being like, "No, nah, I'm not going to take you seriously because you're a woman in an early '90s movie," and I just. Oh, it makes me so angry. Well, I feel like I, there's no way she's honestly would put, like if this wasn't a movie which required for her to come along even though she doesn't want to, no way she's going on this trip. Like she's just I, fuck you. I'm not going with this fucking creep. Leave him at the next stop. Her character doesn't allude that she would do that in the first place. No, not at all. Well, I feel like it's not so much that he's just not completely completely not listening to her. It's like a Oh, he was always nice to me kind of thing, you know? I understand. He thinks that she's just being elitist, which she is. A little bit at first. Yes. And he's like, look, he's gross and he's rough around the edges. 
But he hasn't done anything to us, and he's paid for the shit he said he'd pay for, mostly, so what do you want? But what you really want is to not go on a fucking cross-country trip with total fucking strangers that are having one pair of socks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which aren't and, even a whole pair because it's like three-quarters of the way missing. I don't even want to go on cross-country trips with most of my friends. With people you like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it would be fucking miserable. Like... I can, I can see David Duchovny's point of view here because he's sitting there like, well, I basically just do my, you know, rich guy parties and I, I you know, I'm a writer and I, I just live in my own head and I don't, he, he thinks he has to go experience life and he's like, this guy's really crazy and doesn't seem to be like, like he's gonna hurt me. It just seems like he's just a fucking weirdo that does whatever he wants. Yeah, I mean, you didn't even get like, hints of uh, his violent side until after until the night that they go to the bar on their own. Right. And, and the, even uh, then the it was just stay back at the apartment. Right. And because even then Early it was too thinks good. that a woman shouldn't drink or smoke or cuss. Or cuss. <laughs> so And uh, that's when she says that uh, he beats her. But only when she deserves it. Yeah. So it's fine. I, I think it's just the, the complete unwillingness of... Uh, with Brian, there we go, that's David Kevney's character. The complete unwillingness to, like, believe his girlfriend. Well, it's not... She's not presenting him with any hard evidence. She's just saying, I don't like him, let's ditch him. And he's saying, we're not going to do that because we can't afford this trip otherwise. It's the point whenever she finds out that, like, sh that uh, Joey Lewis straight gets the shit beat out of her. Uh, yeah, there's no hard evidence there, but it's like... I mean, there's no reason she would not tell her, or but she would lie about it. Basically, the next time that they stop... Is, yeah, uh, directly when, after that is whenever David Duchovny's like, yeah, look, so it's she not said like no more. It's a reasonable so amount of time. It's like, next gas station, this is over. And they get there, and it's late at night, and uh, that's when shit goes off the rails. Well, well here's, here's they when... They stop at another murder site in between them. And that's whenever they, they have their fucking argument. And it, instead Oh, of, yeah, she also takes a picture of him fucking. Well, that's weird, but... Yeah. Artists are weird people, Philip. And, uh... Philip, you know what you Yeah, you're right. I would totally just encounter two people fucking and then just clandestinely photograph them. I think, honestly... Not clandestine enough. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you know how hard it would be to be in the shadows in that scenario? Not hard at all. Don't be fucking... Look, yeah, you know this guy's crazy. This camera. Yeah. She could be all the way across the... <laughs> well, I mean, she could just be in the shadows. Like, you don't have to be in the light to take photos of light. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. There's no reason. And then, of course, Brad Pitt sees that she sees that they're fucking in their car, and he's just like, lah, lah. And it's like, whoa, all right. Yeah, Pump the brakes. Crazy. We gotta get the fuck out of here. But I think this is when she says, it's me or him. Yeah. Well, they, they've had a giant argument. And, yeah. and instead of, like addressing the situation at all brian's just like hey i just need you to i need you to take pictures and it's like nah dude that's not how this works <laughs> well like, it's not like it's not like they're going to leave drop them off at the next gas station and then go back to that place which was the entire point of the trip for him. Yeah, yeah actual people have a discussion whenever that happens instead of him just being okay, like right. i don't give a, a yes. shit about your problem take Hold pictures on. this is a very like 90s like too much kind of situation i know and i, I hate it i mean like He's in a murder scene. You were born of this, Cheats. <laughs> He's playing a tape of the murder. 
and he's the, talking the about the murder out loud. Yes, into and there's another hooks paper. and bloody yeah. aprons everywhere. It's too much. It's ridiculous. This is like, a, this and is... I hate it. <laughs> okay, well that's fine. You've like Dehart said, you've been seeing him be a real skis ball along the way, but you don't see him be violent except for in the bar. And when then, the guy was asking for it. Yes. <laughs> the guy, this random dude tries to beat up David Duchovny for literally no fucking reason. Well, it was for no reason. You heard him. He had a reason. No. The reason was it's nothing. A, it's a very 90s, not PC thing Oh, because for me he thought say. he was gay? <laughs> yes. Those aren't the words, but yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say the words he used. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> this isn't the 90s, like, yeah, like you said. I know. Okay, so... Um, now is when coincidentalsituations.com backslash the movie needs it to happen for the rest of the movie to happen. They get to this gas station. It's scary at night and there's lightning and storms. And at the same time as a television broadcast of how much of a murderer Brad Pitt is, is on the TV. Brad Pitt walks in pissed off about not wanting to ride the bus because David Duchovny just said, you know, pack your shit and get the fuck out of my car. Um, I think he probably said it nicer than that. We didn't get. To oh see no, it, he would, he I, did. I, yeah, he said he basically just said, "Look, you can ride a bus the rest of the way. I'm sorry, we're having a fight. Know, I'm sorry, you know, chicks, man. Lady right? problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he goes in there probably with the uh, intent of just being like, "Look, I'm not riding the bus," but then he sees that the jig is up. That yes. she knows he's a murderer, so he goes and grabs the pig leg, as he calls it, aka. I think he calls it a pig leg. I thought he called it a hog leg. Hog leg, that's what it is. <laughs> that, that, that's, I knew it sounded more poetic than what I was saying. So he, he calls, he, he's looking for the hog leg behind the counter, which is this huge fucking shotgun. And uh, he blows the fuck out, he destroys the head of the parking, the gas guy. Shoots him through his smiley face. And uh, now, now, now starts the part of the movie where it's uh, the rest of the co- cross country trip is under gunpoint, and he's. Meanwhile, Juliette Lewis is in total denial about what's going on. Yeah, I mean, she basically says that he didn't murder anyone, up until the point to where she sees him murder a cop directly in front of her. Yeah, and then after that, she just has her hands over her head and is doing the la 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 la. Oh. Oh, are we going to talk about the completely inept movie cops? I mean, yes, because... I don't know why they wouldn't be... Okay, Normally they would have to be 20 or 30 cops for them to be this bad of shot. He runs out basically waddling like a penguin into broad daylight, waving the fucking gun around. (laughs) Waving the fucking gun around? All all this cop had to do was point the gun at the, the, uh, the two that are standing by the car... They're unarmed. Their hands go up. Okay, now I can deal with other issues. Who's in the building? Where are the other two? He knows that there are like... (laughs) At least two more. Dude, the female cop was the worst of them because she was standing next to had Yeah, she had cover. She had an armrest to like steady the gun. She should have been able to hit him. And like two minutes of watching him run out there completely uncovered. Yeah. What I love is how like how in disbelief Brad Pitt is that he was able to pull off that situation. He's like, <laughs> right. man, I was just I was running and everything. I got them both. It's like <laughs> I, I knew these movie cops were pussies. <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably sucking each other off before they caught us over here. Even though one of them's a girl. So 
the cops are both Makes dead. Makes the second off that much easier. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, he tries to make David Duchovny shoot the, the wounded cop. He won't do it, so he shoots him, and they continue on their murderous rampage to, I think right after this, they go to the uh, random house out in the middle of nowhere with the, with the old couple. Yeah. This is where things come to a little bit more of a head, because um, Juliette Lewis is no longer cool with his murderous lifestyle. I knew that she was dead the moment they got there, and uh, the lady had like a garden of, of cactuses. cactuses. Yeah. It's like, yeah. she's not going to be cool with her killing this lady. Well, no, I mean, I just knew that... Okay, she had a little cactus earlier in the movie. Yeah, she's had more than one. And it's one. like, oh, it's it's our little buddy, and he made her throw it away. And, uh, <laughs> you know, she's been pretty much obsessed with these cactuses. It's like, oh, they'll think it's really poetic if uh, we see her laying there dead with a cactus. Yeah. So like, what you're saying is she's a stickler for cacti. Ah. I'll let it no, slide. That's not what he was saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was dead wrong. My bad. Damn it. So, um, so yeah, Brad Pitt kills, um, the husband of the people that live in this house. Well, she said that she was a widow. Right. And then he decides that he's gonna poke around the house, and obviously he finds the husband, who is just, like, who is not the back dead. room, like, a Stargazing. Probably peeping. Well, they're in the middle well, of Well, I mean, if, if this is a law related to the next movie, he was definitely right. peeping. Yes. Is that your plan, Philip? Just tele- telescope movies? That was a Yes. <laughs> it had nothing That's to do with the fact that they're both the same genre, available for free on Amazon Prime and from the same year. The link is that they both had telescopes in them. I thought so. Yeah. And because... police, too, Stephen. They both had police. <laughs> and We'll get to this more later, but uh, the 90s was big on telescopes. Really? Yeah. You don't see yeah, Don't you remember Armageddon? Don't you remember <laughs> Or Frasier? Friends? Frasier? It was a running gag. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't use the telescope as much as they well, just I, like, they were definitely across... peeping on their neighbors. Yeah, they they did have a telescope, I think. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't remember. I can't but they remember. did definitely do the peeping from the neighborhood or whatever. Anyhow. Yeah, Friends was shitty. Brad Pitt kills <laughs> we'll Juliet Lewis. <laughs> we'll get to the how shitty Friends are. <laughs> yeah, we'll eventually get to that, except for that we definitely never will. No, I'm in on the next movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it works directly into that running gag. Yeah. But it, anyway. It, it do. It sure do. Juliet Lewis is dead. She's dead as hell. <laughs> because she called him mean. Well, also, she smashed a ceramic uh, cactus on his face. Yeah. But I That's think mostly it, it was the mostly the, Yeah, I think that was <laughs> <laughs> and now for the rest of the movie, Brad Pitt will be wearing wearing various amounts of facial uh, uh, makeup and prostheses that are making him look grosser and grosser as we continue on. Well, obviously killing her did affect him a little bit, because he starts, like, talking to himself. He spirals. And, like, yeah, he's yeah. definitely spiraling. Like, he starts shaking his head and pulling his hair out and shit like that. Yeah, he's not your typical serial killer. The only time he's actually killing people is... Uh, he's a little more sling blady than a general... He's killing people when they pose a threat or an opportunity. Yeah. He's not, like, going after a, like, a uh, demographic or anything. Like, if he was it's for just, some oh, reason... You had, not, you had a lot of money. I have no money. I need I to pay for this you. gas. <laughs> you could pay for it. If you were me. If you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> if you were dead, I could use your money. Here's where we get another bizarre, unnecessary detail of the guy that 
he killed earlier for money in the bathroom had uh, a pee bag instead of being able to just pee normally. Yeah, it's like, I thought that. Was why really is weird that too. in here? I don't know. For minute, I thought. I mean, it's whatever, but it's like, but, but why though? Yeah, I don't know. Just to show that he's that much more. Maybe maybe to show he doesn't he doesn't discriminate against killing handicapped people. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if he would have noticed if he was handicapped. And when that thing first popped out, I thought the guy was doing something illegal. <laughs> right. And then you're kind of like... Yeah, oh, I just well. thought he was peeing. I, I didn't... Well, I didn't know. <laughs> so All of a sudden, somebody's standing at a, a toilet, and then something pops out of their leg. It's like, is that supposed to be there? <laughs> and, but, you know... I get the, what un, the, he unscrews, the unscrews it and, the thing and he's, drains it out. Yeah. yeah. So, we got a lot of weird, like... Yeah. One arm guy and guy that can't pee regularly and it feels like this was adapted from a book, and I'm not sure if it was. Well if it was, we can almost guarantee it that it was written by David Duchovny. Just kidding. What about okay, uh an another weird detail is uh <laughs> Okay, so Brad Pitt takes off with uh Carrie. Yeah. And uh you know, this is basically going to be... This This is everyone that's in the car. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the uh, lady that... Uh, that that what's-her-name had let, let go... Yeah. Has come back to her house, and uh, she managed to set uh, David Duchovny free. Mostly. He was going to lift up the piano, and she was going to wedge a chair under it so that it would stay up. Yeah. Literally explained it. Yeah, but I just feel like that piano would just crush the fuck out of that chair. But the weird thing that I was getting to is uh, when they drove away, they drove to a nuclear test site on the border Another of Nevada Another weird fucking detail. In California. And it, it's like, it's not like a used nuclear test site because there are still mannequins there. Well, so, it could have been a used one that was just on the fringe of the nuclear test explosion. Okay, like, possibly. It looked to me like it had. Uh, the had place a rough was run down. Way to go! But yeah, it might just like, be an old one that never got used. You're right. Maybe. Whatever it is, it's a weird fucking place yeah. to have the rest of this movie take place. But it seems like that they're going out of their way to have that be the case anyway. Yeah. It's very strange. It, <laughs> it's like you know what would be really weird if this ended up in a mannequin factory. It's like, uh, yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> I don't know why you're including it. That. A mannequin factory would be less weird. <laughs> it would be a little I bit. would assume that there have to be factories to make mannequins. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily assume that there's going to be a nuclear test site <laughs> right there. I mean, you certainly wouldn't think they'd be that close It's not blasted. To... Yeah. If, <laughs> if it was a mannequin site, not only would it be weird, but you know there would also be some sort of shitty line from Brad Pitt of just like, tired of all these fake people, <laughs> Or something stupid. Well, he told them they were Pinocchio-looking ass motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 He did have some stupid fucking lines whenever they got there. I mean, he had some cheesy, I'm pretty sure ad-libbed lines throughout most of the movie, it seemed like. Because surely these weren't written. <laughs> hey, man, we need you to be as white trash as possible. Yeah, they just reached underneath of Brad Pitt's ass and turned his knobs all the way over to white trash. I'm not as sold on Brad Pitt as a lot of people are. Like, there's a lot of people out there that think he's just, like, the greatest fucking actor. And, like, I just don't really see it. I've never really seen him in something where I was just completely blown away by his acting. I don't think he has to be that good of an actor. I mean, he's, he's extremely he's, handsome, He's a movie Steven. star. He doesn't have to be a good actor. 
He's pretty good, <laughs> and he's super duper handsome, and he's super charismatic. I, I mean, guess. George Clooney can't do anything besides George Clooney. He's a fucking movie <laughs> besides star. Smile. Uh, I mean, that's that's part of the George Clooney. Yeah, that's, the, that's yeah. what you're buying. <laughs> People really like how Brad Pitt can eat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like how I can blast a peach for hours. <laughs> blast a peach for hours? Yeah. I don't Why would... would you do it? Plus, that's Nicolas Cage. I know. <laughs> okay. So... I, I realize the line is wrong, but at the same time, I can't think of anything but just blast because of the fact See, that I just get random texts from Stephen that, that just say that. I think Nicolas Cage has a lot more range than Brad Pitt. That's, because that's he has to. Because he doesn't true. look like Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he looks crazy. <laughs> I agree with that, D-Hart. I agree that Nicolas Cage is better than Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not what he said. Well, I, I would also say that. Though. <laughs> yeah. I would too. Uh, Potentially rather, better. Potentially I, better. I'd rather watch an actor than a movie star. Regardless of, how, <laughs> of like... How opinionated or I've factual. seen Brad Pitt be really good in movies before. Like, regardless of how, like, opinionated or fractual, like, factual, rather, that that statement may be, the statement of just saying Nicolas Cage is a better actor than Brad Pitt just <laughs> makes me want to die. Just saying that sentence but putting anybody's name at the end it's, is kind of controversial. It's like a, like a packet of firecrackers just went off in my head. Like, yeah, it's just but... like, whoa, this, this is a thought path I never wanted to I go I am down. way too stoned to drive to the devil's house. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know it doesn't make sense, but I enjoy Nicolas Cage movies more. Well, dude, all I can think of now whenever I think of Nicolas Cage is him scraping his hands on the roof of that fucking trailer, and I just, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Nothing is better than that. Nothing. Because it's so fucking real and hilarious in his goddamn face. You know he really did it, too, just for the authenticity of it. Plus, Brad Pitt was in Fight Club, and we know how you feel about Fight Club quotes, Philip. Yes, you do know that. <laughs> I don't know. I would say this movie is almost in the Fight Club genre, just based on the amount of 90s music that's in it. Like, that, mm, the music that's in I it that's that. so purely 90s that it doesn't exist anywhere else. I'm surprised there was no corn with a K. I, this is that would have been a, yeah. I was gonna say that would have been outside the uh, wheelhouse of what's possible for California. Now, if this was made now and they didn't put corn in it, okay, maybe in two thousand one. <laughs> but anyways, so David Duchovny shows up to save the day. Um, Brad oh, Pitt. but first he has to fucking flip his truck. Yeah, that was his really unnecessary. Yeah, so stupid. A moron. I mean, it is probably pretty hard to steer a car while your hands are handcuffed. That It's also a truck, so you have to turn the wheel like a hundred times to get it to turn at all. That's why it has a little disc on it. You have to start turning, and it, like, you turn yeah. for forever. It's not got any power steering. It doesn't matter. He's a fucking idiot. He did flip the fuck out of that truck, which seemed like... How, even? You know how difficult it would even be to flip that truck? It seems like... Everything's going wrong. Everything's coming up Brad Pitt right now. Except for the whole shovel to the face he gets here in a second. That's not so much for him. But he doesn't seem to mind that much. Oh, he, he got better. Yeah, he got better. <laughs> yeah, he gets a little fucked up. So, um, Brad, uh, Brad Pitt is subdued uh, more than once by David Duchovny. Finally, he gets the better of him and blows his brains out. The cops show up right at that time because the old lady's going, called the cops 21 miles away. We must have done some time-lapsing here, because otherwise it would, it would be literally impossible for cops to be here this fast. 
Well, she there, might not there even was have called the cops at this There point. was some time gone because he had to drive was, from her house to the nuclear testing well, site. Yeah, that and uh, I'm assuming he was unconscious for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little while in the upside down truck. <laughs> he caught he caught up with him pretty quick though. Well, oh yeah, that too. He was there, also knocked out at the house though. So two unconsciousnesses. Damn, Dave Newcomey, you've got some serious brain damage, no question. That's okay, it's Hollywood. They'll, no one ever gets brain yeah. damage. And do we know whether or not Brad Pitt got rapey or not? Yes, we do. Pretty pretty sure he got because rapey. Because he uh, handcuffed her to the bed, and then, uh, you know, when he when David Duchovny fi- finds her, there's like a uh, bl- bloody spot. And, and he kind of looks at like her, a, and then he just, that's when he flips she his She doesn't shit. seem like she's able to speak at the point. Yeah, she kind of just looks at him like, um, but she doesn't say anything. She just looks like she's trying to figure out what words are and what how to be a human again. She does manage to save his ass, though. Oh, yeah. Because he's a fucking idiot. He yeah. can't kill anyone. This is just a classic just, movie bullshit of you hit someone in the face with a shovel and you just think they're dead. You just keep fucking hitting them. Yeah, until you just there keep is, getting them. Yeah. yeah. You don't need the gun. You have a shovel. Dig a hole in his neck. Do whatever. Like, yeah. Like, It'd be so easy with a shovel. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to slay this out. A shovel, slay this out? Slay th- I didn't actually mean to say slay, but that works. So, a shovel is an object that honestly is so dangerous that it is mind-boggling you can buy one in a store. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, if you if you are... You can't outlaw shovels, obviously. If no, you were looking at things like that, that way, nothing would be able to be sold. This is true, <laughs> I, and I, I agree with that. I'm just saying, like... Shovel, though, is... I feel like it's unique, because it does have a weirdly sharp edge, it's a really good blunt object also, and it has reach... And you can bury the body after you kill him with the like it's 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 like a a whole murderer package all in one tool. You can buy throwing hatchets. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't bury somebody with a throwing hatchet. You could dig you could dig a hole. I mean, not a six I, foot it would hole. Be, it would be hard. Yeah. It would, it would, take it would forever. be difficult, but you could do it. Cheats's point, <laughs> I'm seeing his point. It yes. seems like if you're going to be a murderer Is it make your own murder kit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a why would you need... It's like a Swiss Army knife, but it doesn't need to d- transform into anything. It already can do everything. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, this, it's the murder army knife. Or, I don't know. And those are the even it's, more murdery ones great. from the from the military. What are those called? What, uh, like a trench Trench shovel, shovel yeah. With like the... Yeah, that has a serrated edge. Yeah. That's even more murder. <laughs> yeah. Like it's... Well, yeah, because you got to dig through those roots. It's definitely not for murdering. <laughs> no, it's, it's fucking brutal. Oh, man. But, yeah, point is, you spend Can we so just many... talk about shovel porn for the rest of the podcast? <laughs> what, yeah, that's it. We're a shovel podcast. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, we are big fans. The only thing left in the movie is basically the little wrap-up where you see that he's been he's been working on the book. That's meaningless. Uh, Those wrap-ups are so stupid. He did have a sweet house, She's though. swimming in the ocean, and it's too cold to be doing so. I know. I've been in the ocean in November. It's yep. not great. <laughs> I mean, and, eh. I'd take it over no ocean. And it's even colder on the West Coast in the fucking winter. And the last thing is uh, he leaves his tape recorder playing. And and there's a secret hidden track. Yeah. That nobody knew about. Well, he, uh, what's her name, had used his tape recorder without permission just to say, you know, how happy she was that they they were friends because they don't have any other friends. And now they're dead. Yeah. How, how hilarious would it have been if California. it was like a secret message where she was like, 
hey guys, I just wanted you to know that Early's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking, that would have made, honestly, made the movie so much better for me. Because it would have just, what a great high note to end That would have, you know, that would have made so much stuff better. It's like, a, if she, if she was faking, like, the, the not knowing, it's like, hey, I actually need some help here. <laughs> right. Uh, if you could just listen to this tape, <laughs> ASAP, you know, call the cops. ASAMSP, if you could. You, uh, you get that memo off that tape? It would, just it would do so much to redeem the character. Yeah. I just <laughs> thought it would be funnier. Instead of her just being annoying. Hey, I, I just want you to know, Brad Pitt's the, he's the guy. Don't, don't, don't get him in the <laughs> or, room or alone. Just, just pretty simple. Just, thanks for killing early, click. <laughs> She you thought I was alive. dead, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I snuck back into your house years later and recorded this message. Any fucking way. The movie has nothing to do with California. Don't be fooled by the title. Well, they were just on their way to California. Right. And to California. Am I right? California? Because yep. they kill on the See, way there? that would have been a better movie title. title. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. So, moving on to the much worse and much more filled with Billy Baldwin's ass, um, Sliver, from 1993. A woman moves into an exclusive New York City apartment building, which she soon discovers houses tenants with all manner of shocking secrets. I don't know about you guys, but this doesn't seem like New York to me. No. I'm sure no, this was not shot there. Well, whatever Most the case, Toronto. <laughs> everything know. that they shot... I was like, this isn't New York. Like, it's obvious it's not. Like, they don't even try. They don't throw in some B-roll or anything. Like, there's if if they did shoot this in New York, they have almost zero reason to have done that. To have done so, yeah. Because it's almost 100% interiors. Yeah, there's a whole <laughs> um, tiny New York in Hollywood they could have shot... At least a little bit of it to make it seem remotely like it really, New York. Uh, made me curious here. <laughs> well, now we gotta find out. So while he's finding out, um, the movie opens with a murder, of course, because this is the thriller. Uh, lady's just uh, chilling on a balcony. She seems pretty cool with whoever is hooded and walking around in her apartment. And then, yeah, she's like, hey. "How's it going?" And then he's like, "I'll tell you how it's going." Off the roof, and here comes the absolute best part of the whole goddamn movie. The shot of her falling off the side of this building is really, like, over-the-top crazy. And really great. Like, I don't know if you got... It was really fast. It didn't take all that long to happen. But it was captivating. Yeah, they they, I mean, they had a bunch of weird, like, camera angles that I don't even... I can't even wrap my head around how they did it. Yeah. The weird camera angles are because you'd have to do this stunt in, like, phases... Yeah. So as not to murder a stunt person. Right, but like... <laughs> In a blonde wig. <laughs> the way they cut it... Right, yeah, of course. The way they cut it, though, it was just like... It, it does it was obviously the danger of it. Yeah, it was obviously super... Like, a million cuts, which you would think would make it seem faker, because the more cuts you have, the more like, oh, well, they obviously had to cut away because they had, to, had it landing on a crash pad or whatever. But... I don't know. I was just very sold by this initial thing, and then everything else was a total fucking letdown as a comparison. It just got, it just got worse as the movie went along, to the point where, like, 
the point one, I feel like the movie should have just ended, but they hadn't resolved everything yet. Was that like? Because I think the movie was like right an hour before and you like, had to see Billy Baldwin naked. Yeah, because I think the movie is like an hour and like what forty five minutes. And I think I think yeah. at like an hour and ten minutes, I'm like, all right, this movie's done. Like we don't We're we don't need here. anything else. And they somehow drag it. And Where like, you would definitely have turned it off if you yeah. didn't have to watch it. Like, because they they just kind of spaced it out. And again, I think this is just supposed to be. This seems like a really shitty book adaption without being from a book, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's just... I mean, maybe it was, but it wasn't a good book. Well, it was from a novel, apparently. It just... There, this there whole you know. movie just reminded me of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where he's just yelling, You're fucking You're Billy fucking Billy Baldwin! Baldwin aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that was the, uh, the secret word for my bank account for a really long time, because I was setting it up while I was uh, watching that movie. And so from then on, every time I accessed my banking information, I was like, Billy Baldwin. <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. I'm just going to throw this out here. Like, as far as if you're part of, like, the main Baldwin family and your name is not Alec, I don't give a fuck about you. Hell, I don't give a fuck about Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I do way more than kinda, I do any of the rest of them. He's but. an asshole. I don't like him. Yeah. It's kind of everybody's opinion, though. Yeah. <laughs> So this was directed by Philip Noyce. Noyce. It's a Noyce. He has a pretty Noyce name, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Um, most recently, he did a TV movie of Gone Baby Gone. That doesn't make any sense. They already made. It's a show coming. I think. Oh no! It is a movie. Weird. What the? Why would they? What? <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> just, He's done just... mostly things I've never heard of. And Salt, which wasn't good. And, uh, Dead Calm. Dead Calm. I was about to bring that up with the the Zaniac. <laughs> the Zaniac. Yeah. Oh, he did The Bone Collector. We, we reviewed that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, Patriot Games. That movie was pretty noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, she's moved, Mostly sucks. She moves in. Everything from here forward is just going to be us bitching. Mostly because it's totally justified. Well, uh, one more credit we need to get into is uh, Joe Esterhaus. Uh, who's probably best known for Basic Instinct. Oh, of course. The other... Oh, which makes Showgirls? perfect sense. He wrote Showgirls, too. And Showgirls, too. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote Showgirls, also, and Showgirls, too, also. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure the Showgirls, too, credit is just from uh, characters. Uh, I'm pretty sure this guy just, like, thrives in sexual thrillers. <laughs> well, yeah, that's exactly what we're saying. Was the erotic thriller, which is something that is dead now. Why was Thank it Christ. such a big thing? Like, well, because it was a lot harder to get porn then, Stephen. So they had to sort of work it into the popular culture. Now you can just get porn at any time, and it's whatever porn you want. Then it was like, well, I guess I'll have to settle for fucking Billy Baldwin's ass. <laughs> If I'm watching Skinamax, which I imagine that this definitely appeared on at some point. It would have had We to. also had Tom Berenger, of course, from Major League and The Substitute and Sniper. <laughs> no, yep. you're not softcore! <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, can't, can't leave out CCH Royale with cheese as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Marge, why are you always a cop? <laughs> this is another... Yeah, hold on. So you said that, and, like... <laughs> It, I know it's not literally the cast of Law and Order, but that's what I really feel like it was. <laughs> I was just like, the entire one, I'm like, were they, would everyone here like in Law and Order? 
Like, and, and even if they weren't actually, I feel like they are because these people are always fucking cops. Well, <laughs> okay, well, uh, this is split between uh, California and New York, and everyone who's been an actor in New York has been on Nolan North. Makes because sense. Because it's been on forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, got to the bottom of that one pretty fast. So, anyhow. I don't know why there's anything filmed in fucking New York, though, because it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I was getting ready to say before I, you, you brought that up was that, like, Tom Berenger is also another person that looks like he has been slowly melting oh, for, yeah. for several I mean, it's kind of what happens to everybody. <laughs> that's <right>? aging, dude. <laughs> I hate to tell you. Yeah, that's, that's true, but, I mean, this is, like... This is extensive, like... Where, like, you expect within the next couple of years he's going to be in a movie that's going to be the sequel to Star or uh, Spaceballs? He looks waxy in this. And he'll be, like, Pizza the Hut's son or something? Tom, yeah. Tom Berenger is one of those actors I feel like I just would not fuck with. No, because he looks <laughs> like he's going to snap at any moment. You could totally fuck with him now because he's all melted. That's true. <laughs> yeah, well, you would... Easier uh, to break in half! Like... I, oh, he'll bend in half anyway. I don't care about a single thing he's in past the two major league movies, but I still wouldn't want to fuck with him. Dude, he's still making sniper movies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the last one was last year. Well, you can't stop him. No, he just he, puts he just, on the bifocals and he gets behind the scope him. and, you know, it's, it's just like it used to be. When was the first one made? That was the early 90s, right? 93. Same year as this movie. So we got get... We aren't talking about. <laughs> okay, so just real quick, CCH Pounder, because I've always wondered this. Her actual name is Carol Christine Hilaria. What the? Where does Pounder come in? I don't know, but I've I've seen a I've seen a similar naming convention in like a. If you know, oh, write in to at Motion Picture Meltdown Podcast or MC MP. A Nigerian podcast. director. He has like a series of letters. Well, the, his letter, the letters well, are her yeah. initials, but what well, the I know, fuck is but a pounder? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe she just needed just a last name for something. I don't know. Yeah, she had a last name already, though. Is what I don't understand. Maybe Anyhow. there's somebody already listed under that acting name somehow in the in the guild. She's I like, you know, know what? Fuck it. Uh, she looks around to a McDonald's sign and behind her. <laughs> CCH Pounder. Cheese, 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 Pounder. <laughs> so, um, yeah. The movie starts off with that murder, which we get to see in gruesome detail. And then we move on to, very quickly, uh, the a woman that looks just like the woman who was just murdered, played by Sharon Stone. And she's moving into this apartment building. And right away, everyone's real dodgy and creepy. And it's like... Like, almost every every man in this movie is fucky. Okay, well, we know from the very beginning there's already been a murder. So those are those are creeps for us, the audience. It's like, okay, what's this creep's deal? Is he the murderer? It, it's supposed to just keep you guessing. Like, like e even the old man for a split second. Like, the one that teaches Oh, longer at than college, a split second. He's, like, creeping up at her at the store, and he's like, hey, you look familiar. He's like, I'm not a creepy old pervert, if that's what you think. I don't know why I turned into Wayne... Go Wayne... Uh... <laughs> I don't remember Wayne's last name. Algar? No, that's Garth's last name. Campbell. Wayne Campbell. I but can yeah, totally it... quote Wayne's world. 
I'll do it right now. Start to finish, right now, right here on the podcast. You do it, Steven. The scene opens. <laughs> okay, so, um, yes, it is typical of the whole, let's see how many creepy people we can shoehorn in. Um, is it going to be Billy Baldwin? Is it going to be fucking uh, Tom Berenger? Is it going to be any of the other fucking weird-ass people that she continuously crashes into at random places? It's really not that many people, though. I mean, if you think about the people in the building that we see, there are, there's the old man. There's the uh, prostitute neighbor. Yeah. There's uh, <laughs> William Baldwin, who turns out to be the secret owner of the building. And then there's uh, the author, Tom Berenger. Mm-hmm. So there's only four characters that could potentially be the murderer. Well, and also it could be the, the model. Well, it could be, it could be the model. No, I, inc- I counted her. Oh. What if, it was, what if it ended up being her friend that she always dishes to at work? No, the... I would have fucking... That would have came completely out of nowhere. I told you I wanted to fuck him, but you just had to take him from me! Yeah, uh, I would expect D-Hart to know. I don't know if you and Steven looked into it, and I'll mention it toward the end of this, but this movie was going to have a wildly different ending at one point. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I would like I to know what that is. I didn't look into see exactly what it was, but I did see that it was supposed to be very different. Yeah, so we'll 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 go. It should have been very. Different. Let's fast forward <laughs> a little bit because truly and honestly, who gives a flying fuck? Yeah, okay, there, so should we just skip ahead to the uh, party? Oh, definitely. Where we get? They're meeting all at the party. She has a telescope she's that a, showed up at her house randomly. She's a uh, book editor. Yes. And and uh, Tom so Berenger is a bookist. He's a bookist. <laughs> <laughs> a bookie, if you will. <laughs> yes, a bookie. A wordsmith. A wordist, yes. yes. <laughs> a cock, I can't, I'm not going to apologize, I'm a coxman. Uh, anyway, so she has work friends and... The, Tom Berenger shows up uninvited. I think three people from the building, because the the fourth one's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> Way to keep that mystery going. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they all see that she's... Everyone here is a bit of a voyeur, and also she is, because she's got this telescope. Uh, she got a, a telescope from a secret admirer. Yeah, and uh, and and she previously saw Tom Berenger and the chick walking around outside. Yeah, with the telescope. So she knows now that they're both lying about not knowing each other because she literally saw them have a very intimate money-related interaction that would not happen if you didn't know the person. Um, so she—they're clearly both lying. She doesn't even know exactly about what or for what reason. It had to be drug-related because we saw her doing coke. Yeah. And we know that Tom Berenger can't get an erection, so... <laughs> well, I don't know that we know that. I thought Billy Bobble was just yelling that at him. Well, given the... What the eventual Given the results... Is. True. The the big scoreboard of the bil- the movie says... He was probably telling the truth. <laughs> Survey says... Show me potato salad. <laughs> show me erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Bing! 67%. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, where were we? We're at the party. Everybody's getting to know everybody. This is basically the clue where everyone finds out who, you know, Pe- Miss Peacock and Colonel Mustard are. And, um, which, by the way, I'm not comparing comparing this to Clue in any way, because Clue is a much like better Clue. film in every possible <laughs> aspect. Yeah, Clue is way better. Way, so way better. Okay, so, uh, Baldwin, he sticks around after everyone's at the party. He invites her to the gym the next morning. <laughs> 
Him and Tom Berenger both stick around. I was getting ready to say. Creepily. As soon as he leaves, he's out the door, Tom Berenger pops out of fucking nowhere. It's like, hey, how about instead of the fucking gym? I mean, like, who goes to the gym, right? That is a terrible idea. Why don't we go get dinner? She's like, maybe. Yeah. And the next morning, she just goes to the gym and... If they did have dinner plans, they got blown off because yep. they just spend the entire day fucking. Yep. Well, they are at the gym for a while, well, and I mean, then they spend the entire yes. day fucking. Get these people a Gatorade or something. <laughs> yeah, no like, shit. Like, I feel like that Sharon Stone is not legitimately creeped out enough by the encounters fucking that she keeps No! She's not! Like, she she's, should leave! It's, it's so weird. Well, it's not even that she's, like, afraid... And then just doesn't leave cheats. It's like, there's, it's really weird. It's like she's just like cool. Once the old man, the old man tells her, you know, there's a girl who lived in your apartment before you. She looked a lot. She looked the ground sour. She looked there. a lot like you. And she now she's dead. <laughs> no. I wasn't. I'm not saying anything. I'm just giving you the light. I'm just giving you the news of what's happened. <laughs> and it honestly don't does. mind me. I've just got to go die in the shower. <laughs> yeah, like that. And then statement... you'll have to look at my butthole. About five or six minutes long a shot of him just laying in the shower, ass hanging all the way out. Stare like, at my butthole. That statement is the just actual anus. Straight up, like oh. a creepy ass curse. The, oh, we, it is. We skipped something that we have to talk about. Do we? Yes, she rubs one out in the fucking uh, in the fucking tub and then soaks in it. Ooh. Maybe I'm not understanding you correctly. Are you assuming that there was some sort of? She was masturbating in her yeah. bathtub. Yes. Okay. And then she was like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm just gonna lay here for an hour." <laughs> well, it's not change like... the water it's or not... something. <laughs> so Jesus she's... Christ. <laughs> You know that I mean, maybe make that the last thing you do. Not all women produce a, a an orgasm <laughs> emission of any kind. There is such a thing. In as fact, people... mostly they don't. Yeah, almost there, all. This is a there fun is conversation. Such a thing as I'm just ejaculation. I'm just <laughs> saying but... it's yes, but it's not common. Really? No, it's really not common. Okay. Really not common. I used to listen to a lot of Loveline. All right. <laughs> But anyway, I guess this isn't it. Maybe this is potentially not as disgusting I'm, as I think it is. I mean, but I don't think that almost I'm wrong. <laughs> almost guarantee it's not as disgusting as you think it is. I mean, but whatever. If she had like stood she, up and then there was just like a gallon of fluid, then sure, maybe. And then she just like after standing back up, sit back down. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be weird. Yes, you're right, but I don't think that's what we're seeing here. In any case, I can I can understand, but so. Maybe take a shower instead. I mean, women don't like to take <laughs> you showers. Serious by and large. business to take care of. It seems like end a lot of work, the, though. Standing with... up too, like it seems like. Eh. During the scene, you also see that somebody's watching her through yes. the camera. With a... well, during every one of these scenes, it's constantly skipping over to oh, there's somebody watching through cameras. Which, by the way, if there was a fucking hundred cameras in an apartment, I don't care how many millions of dollars this cost to put in here, you would fucking see them. They're not... Cameras are not invisible, especially not in the 1993 era. Well, of, I know they were able to explain away the one in the bathroom, because it's behind the mirror. Well, that's fine. But... I don't know how they explained away the other ones, because I never... I, I never really got a good look at the apartments, or, like, there are mirrors everywhere. <laughs> It doesn't, 
this movie takes place in one of the movie universes where the, all you have to have is a better computer, and then it doesn't matter what the resolution of the image is. Oh, yeah, because... He zooms in, like, all the way to her vagina. These are recording on tape, and he's able to pan and scan within those tape images. Not, yeah, not only that, but <laughs> it's clear that some of these are just obviously, whenever for them to have made it, they were just filming that. Yes, like, they had to have. And it, you couldn't get a, have made it clear enough to where a camera could film a monitor of it playing and be as clear as they need it to be. Right, no, yeah, <laughs> that makes perfect sense. But what doesn't make sense to me is why they would move around as though they were artfully filming something when we're supposed to be looking through a security camera, which could not possibly be moving in that way. They can, though. No, it, it absolutely cannot. He bought it from Sony for $6 million. Do you know how much that technology costs even now? To just make a well, shot look like, like it's handheld? This is $6 million in 1993 dollars. Oh, yeah? Actually, oh. before that, because he's already owned the building for a while. <laughs> he's super rich. <laughs> yeah, we also want to make sure we know that he's a nerd, because, you know, he's got pictures of Doom and Civilization and a Power Glove and some scenes from anime and manga. Well, and when you see the Power that. Glove, you instantly know this is just all a cover for yeah, his you creepiness. Know, because if he actually knew anything about video games, even in 1993, he would try out the Power Glove, find out that it absolutely does not work, and then throw it in the trash. I mean, and... Correct After me if I'm wrong. After he diddles Sharon Stone while wearing it. Did she not... <laughs> did she not uh, show the, all this stuff to Sharon Stone and ask her about games? Because that's what it... That, that's his cover... That's his cover identity, uh, yeah. He yeah, does. Like, oh, I design games. And but and then he shows her the paraglide. He's like, Do you ever play? He's like, I play all the time. But <laughs> No. No, you didn't. You liar. No, you don't. Where's your Nintendo, bitch? That's when you knew he was a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted one of them to be like, the power glove. It's yeah, so just, bad. Just oh you play all the time. <laughs> When did Super Mario Brothers come out? <laughs> oh, you don't know? I guess we're not fucking today. <laughs> the Power and, Glove is so bad. And anyway, in, in 93, wouldn't that be more of a Super Nintendo type of era? Right around there, yeah. Well, it's, Super Nintendo's about to kick in, but it was one of those, like... Nintendo It was so popular and had so many games being produced for it that... The Super Nintendo coming yeah, out I did not stop some, uh, the mo uh, momentum of the Nintendo. There was a lot less. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it wound down after... A f it still took, like, a couple years. You're not getting all those hot new titles for your uh, Power Glove. <laughs> right, exactly. All you're getting is Top Gun 2, which is a fucking sequel to a fucking video game made of a movie that didn't get a sequel. Thank it's Christ. getting a sequel. No. Supposedly. Th it will never. Knock on whatever this is. Ever get it's a already sequel. started filming. Oh, it's already started. Yeah, like the Bill and Ted sequel I've been promised for the last fucking decade. That definitely is happening. <laughs> that, that yeah, was an... I know. Everything's always happening all the time, but where are the movies, Steven? Well, number one, Bill and Ted's sequel is, was an Entertainment Weekly. And number two, Tom Cruise literally posted their filming photos. So eat a dick, yeah, Philip. I don't eat a care. giant sloppy it's not dick. Too late. It's Shit. not too late. It's not, it's not too late to pull to the plug. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But Hackers of the world, I call upon you. It's happening. Just accept that. Just accept that Top Gun is a good movie, Philip. <laughs> no, I just will not accept, accept it, that Philip. either. Steven, you're trying to get me to like Top Gun like 
every single person in this movie is trying to get with Sharon Stone. <laughs> Everybody wants to fuck Sharon I'm trying Stone. to get it back around to the movie. I feel like Sharon Stone is the actress you hire when you want a better... It's like you want someone who could have done porn, but you want somebody who's actually kind of good at acting, too. Like, just a little too classy for porn. I mean, well, yeah, it's like... she. Sharon Stone is known for Sliver... I had not heard of this movie. I'd heard of it. I just never watched it because I didn't give a shit. Well, I think this just just happened to be like on the heels of the biggest erotic thriller. Which I'm really glad yeah. you didn't pick it's like, that oh, with this, Philip. From the same yeah. author. Yeah, if I had picked that with this, I would have watched one, started to watch the other, and just <laughs> not watched it. And just lied. and Just straight up lied. <laughs> because there's no way I could have gotten through them both. No possible fucking way. Any fucking way. So, fast forward some more. Uh, Billy Baldwin and Sharon Stone fuck a lot. Yeah, eventually he comes clean about uh, oh. how he's uh, surveilling he everyone. He comes dirty, is what I would say. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> right. I feel like she's not creeped out enough by this. And he's like, he's totally fine well, with this shit. But she's just kind of like, well, this is wrong. This wasn't... Well, Steven, this was an era whenever... Filmmakers wanted you to believe that all women secretly want to do all the creepy shit you want to do. You just have to convince them. Because so many times, she's like, I don't want to do that. And then they're just like, ah, just do it anyway. Well, and then eventually she's like into it. The movie, This movie is playing the same trick that... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've watched a lot of movies with like occult stuff going on. Where basically, it, if they they... Set up a situation to where they get you to agree to do something. And then once you've agreed to it, it's like, oh, well, you, you came in a free will. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what he did here with the uh, telescope. He set up the telescope to where right, he's just you're, getting you're not going to see fucking stars in New York City. He's getting your Too much light door. pollution. Yeah. It's like, you could only look at your neighbors. So it's like, oh, well, you have the telescope and you were fine watching those people have sex. How is this different? It's like, okay, I agreed to this, I guess. <laughs> right, I mean, it's it's like, uh, it's the same thing that happens in um, real life to tons and tons of abuse victims. It's like, well, he only yelled at me sometimes, and then slowly fucking ramped it up to occasional pushing, and then a punch in the face, and then, you know, murdered. It's that exact, it's like, you do, it's like the uh, frog in the boiling pot of water. It's like... You just, you, to boil a frog, you put it in there, to boil it alive, you put it in the cold water and let it heat up, and the frog just stays in there and dies. But if you throw it in the hot water, it'll try to jump out. Why wouldn't you just kill it first? Well, I don't know. I think it there's something... It seems like it'd be more humane. I feel like there's something about, like, killing, like, some sort of... It was, it's like the rich people um, that eat the bird by drown, after they drown yeah, it. Yeah, like if you kill it first, then you don't ways get... to murder it. <laughs> if you kill it first, then you don't get the benefit of it pooping into your soup. Yeah. It's like, because you want that. You want that fresh, that fresh, fresh dead poop. <laughs> well, <laughs> what they didn't tell you was that all they've been feeding the frog for days is the most fabulous caviars. Or whatever. But anyway, as far as this movie is concerned... It's a Kobe a, frog. There has been another murder. Mm-hmm. Her, uh, neighbor... This one is straight grizzly. She is hunter-style, like, splayed open in a hallway. Like... It's a really quick shot of it, but 
it's this huge fucking knife, and it just whoop, right up like he's trying to field dress her ass. And it's really fucked up. Luckily, we don't have to look at too much of it. It's not bone tomahawk, after all. This is yeah. This isn't uh, torture porn. This is just regular <laughs> porn. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly. So, um, now Tom Berenger is under the microscope because he was standing right by where the body was whenever Sharon Stone found him. I mean, if you had the subtitles on, you kind of get the feeling that, yeah, he is the murderer. Yeah, because... Well, you don't because even have to have the saying, subtitles. He, you just have to have you headphones. Can tell that he, well, you can tell that he's saying stuff. It's like... None of this stuff would make any sense if he yeah. just wandered into the scene. Right. I mean, it barely makes sense as it is, but... Uh, <laughs> right. No, yeah, you're 100% right. But you just it weren't make meant sense to hear it. it was, yeah. On the VHS, you couldn't hear it, so now, <laughs> now we're in the digital age and everything's ruined. You can see that people are murderers. Or if you were in a, if you were in a theater, you might not have heard him, like... Right. Muttering to someone. Well, because somebody would have been coughing in your hair or ruffling a bag of potato chips that they brought in. So, um, he, and much like the murderer would have done, he straight chases her the fuck down. Like, hey, maybe if you don't want her to think you're a murderer, maybe don't haul ass after her like you're gonna fucking kill her because she saw you with a dead body. How about that shit? Yeah, don't, don't take off on a dead sprint. <laughs> and then whenever she goes into a fucking elevator to escape, you just jam your arm in the gap like, no! It's like, yeah, what do you think she's gonna do? Hopefully break your fucking arm with a fire extinguisher. Well, anyway, he does get arrested. Mm-hmm. Because but he gets out on bail. He was caught red-handed. And he comes right back to her, into her apartment. Because yep. apparently everybody can just come and go as they please. Oh, they can come and go, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'll only take half credit for that one, D-Hart, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> so, um, it's at this time that Billy Baldwin shows up. Okay, how is this supposed to work? Because he he has her call him, and it's like, hey, come up to my apartment for a surprise. How could he possibly surprise this guy? What do you mean? How can Tom Berenger how... surprise Billy Baldwin? Exactly. The man who sees everything. <laughs> well, he doesn't see everything. He only sees everything if he's in his secret jack-off room. <laughs> if he's not in there, he doesn't know there's anybody in there. It's like he's... He doesn't have it on his phone or anything. Uh, specific room for jacking off. Oh, I mean, is that not what it is? <laughs> also, uh... It's really amazing that there's just not jizz everywhere. One of his tools for getting her on board is also, uh... Calling out a pedophile. Right. And, uh... Threatening him over the phone. And then he comes back to the stepdaughter. It's like... And, make, and he promises that he's not gonna do it again. Like, like he can fucking What prove good it. are the promises of a fucking... <laughs> Not yeah, that, right. but he's, how long has he fucking known about this and didn't do shit just because he didn't have a reason to? Well, so I would assume that he's known about it since fucking since day it one. started, yeah. Day one. Well, no, he definitely knows about it because he go. He said something he like... He says that she wasn't she's right, lying you know? about it, yeah. Yeah. He's literally watched her get molested. Yep. He is almost worse than the molester. <laughs> almost! I think he's worse than Tom Berenger, honestly. Well, I think he's way more of a sociopath than Tom Berenger, because he yeah. just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm watching all these people's lives, like, unravel before my eyes, and I'm not doing okay, anything. Okay, we've got to get to the, the, the point of the thing. They have a struggle yeah. in the in the place. He's trying to tell her that, uh, that her boyfriend, Baldwin, is the murderer. It's like, hey, take a look at this. Looks just like his mom, who is a... <laughs> Basically, the source of, like, oh, I used to go home and watch my mom on TV. 
like this is no different. I watch all of these these people live here. I, I just watch them on TV like it's a soap opera. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, he's really playing into this whole thing. And they struggle. He gets shot. Tom Berenger, that is. Yeah. And it turns out he was the actual murderer. Yeah. Which we get confirmed later on. When Whenever there's video footage of him tossing the yeah. previous tenant out the window. Or off the balcony. So, I know we get proof of him murdering the one girl. But we don't necessarily know about everyone else that's been murdered. Because I would not put it past Billy Baldwin to murder some people. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The point is, don't watch this movie. It's stupid as fuck. But after the death of Tom Berenger, the movie goes on for at least another 20 fucking minutes. Yeah. Where they're just fucking and, <laughs> and watch, watching videotapes. Yeah. Well, God damn it. It hasn't come to, the, yeah, come to a she, head. She finds out more about him being a fucking creeper. She gets pissed. She blows up her surveillance tent. It's, uh, his stuff. So, whatever. Oh, what, what about the the line? There's What's the shitty line that the movie ends on? She tells get, him a to get a life. Uh, get a life, yeah. Fuck you, D-Hart. Just fuck this <laughs> yeah. movie. Fuck Why Philip. Why are you fucking D-Hart? Because, he, be, because he remembered the line. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Fuck me for remembering Yes. Stuff. So, uh, about this whole thing about... Seems like uh, a really weird choice, but whatever. About you saying, Stephen saying it's weird that Billy Baldwin's not the, the killer and all that. It's because in the original script for the movie, he fucking was. Well, yeah. Clearly. And the, the original the original script and the ending for this movie is that he, he does frame Tom Berenger. He is the killer that does all this. And apparently the way the movie was originally supposed to end is him and Sharon Stone leave on a trip. She's perfectly fine with he did all this bullshit. And then he confesses that he killed all those people. And they're in a personal plane flying over a volcano. And he pitches it down toward the <laughs> volcano. And then the screen goes to black. And that was the original script. He was going to crash them into a volcano? Yeah, he says he yeah, wants to because... fly into a volcano. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't assume that... Yeah, it was one line. We didn't assume that he gave <laughs> he a shit. He made it sound like a, 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 a round trip. <laughs> okay, but did you see the other fact about the, the uh, volcano thing? No. Oh, wait, about the helicopter pilot or whatever? Yes. There... Uh, <laughs> to get the... Uh, the opening credits were originally supposed to be "Fly Over a Volcano," where uh, they had a they there was they an were erupting shooting, volcano. Well, yeah. <laughs> they uh, had a uh, helicopter go over the the thing, ended up fucking crashing, and they lost all the footage. Luckily, no one died. Thank fuck. But it's like okay, no more volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is probably why they cut it from the ending, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb as fuck anyway. Who gives a fuck? What the fuck does a volcano have to do with anything? It doesn't make. Well, that's a stupid fucking ending. Yeah, they could. He should should have just found out that he was a murderer. Shocked look. Fucking end. No one cares. So anymore. my idea for a better ending would be since Billy fucking Baldwin is so tech savvy, he like somehow like pasted Tom Berenger's face over his face in the video camera. And that's well, how I mean, if this up. magical surveillance system can exist, he can have the fucking <laughs> that's technology. That's what I'm saying. Like, and he's a fucking game programmer and all this shit. Like, it's not sci-fi. We literally have that technology, like a hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that that would make for an even cooler twist because she thinks Tom Berenger did it, but it was actually him, and he tech like technologically put Tom Berenger. He tech boyed his way right, into exactly. the. It does. 
It doesn't make any sense for the movie to continue for another 20 minutes after the murderer is dead, only to confirm, oh, you did kill the right guy. Lucky for you, that was not an innocent man you shot. It makes more sense if it was not... <laughs> if it was not the murder that she had actually shot, but it was an innocent man. Yeah. An innocent man with a limp dick. <laughs> and an axe to grind. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah, the plot makes no sense after you find out the ending. I uh, wholeheartedly agree, but also I just don't fucking care about this movie, so... No, I don't care so either. So fuck it. <laughs> oh, so which one was better? I guess this one. Obviously. Obviously California was better. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Oh, get... uh, yeah. <laughs> it had a cohesive plot that didn't entirely take place behind fucking... But if you, if you Had you jammed the two together, you would have had a very long episode of Red Shoe Diaries that might have been worth watching. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it would have been super long. But you need That's a little bit of that softcore from the other movie to kind of even out... The, uh... Psycho killing? Yeah. <laughs> if... Psycho killer. If someone were to cartwheel into a room and put a gun against <laughs> my forehead and tell me that I have to watch one of these movies... Wait, why would they cartwheel into the room? Because I don't know. is a joker. <laughs> and they, they tell me Quinn. I have to watch one of these movies again. I'm gonna pick Sliver, not because it's good, but because I can ignore it. <laughs> you could pick it for the reason that it's shorter. Yeah. It's a few minutes shorter, so it ends quicker. <laughs> I'm going to go with Slither as well. It's Sliver. <laughs> yeah, Slither is a completely That's how much I'm much shit better movie. about this movie. And really, I think they only show the, the name. The, it's a bad title. It says almost yeah, nothing that, in this movie. Yeah, why would you remember that movie? Like, what is it? What's the point of it? It's, you, you it's, it's it talking about somewhere. The, it's talking about the uh, building, I thought. Like, because it's this, like, splintery shaped, like. Well, I thought there was like uh, some text underneath one of the pictures that said like the Sliver Building or something like that. Or it right, is. that's what I mean. It's referring so basically to like, just dumb as fuck. It doesn't matter. It's fuck fucking them. shitty. Fuck it. Fuck it all. <laughs> fuck it all. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I guess I'm alone liking California better. No, Except I, for I'm not alone. I, I picked California. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Stephen and Cheats. I said the only reason to pick California, I mean Sliver, is because it's shorter. I I hate both of these movies. It just happens that California nearly makes me angry. So. Oh, and also just for booby hatch reasons, uh, these both have boobs in them. Um, specifically, Juliette Lewis. Full on daylight boob. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's also a lot of side boob and a lot of shadow boob, which, by the way, is an Instagram handle that I claimed earlier because I thought it was so fun. What shadow boob? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. I think I might make my main one that. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. So, in any case, shadow boob, great uh, website. Or uh, Instagram handle. Better better than both of these movies. And honestly, it would have been a better title for Sliver than Sliver. Shadow Boob would be a way or more Slither. enticing title, and you would never forget Shadow Boob. I feel, like, title. I feel like Slither is way more, like... Apt? Apt, yeah. Because of the slithering fucks in this movie. Yeah, I mean, they're all pretty sliver, slithery. Slithery? I don't know why they just didn't put... Something related to voyeurism in the title. Yeah, how about Peeping Tom Berenger? Or, or just Voyeur. That gets across the fucking type, the concept of the goddamn movie. <laughs> or it could be anything. 
It could be... Erectile dysfunction. That's a pretty small part of the movie, if you know what I mean. Woo! <laughs> 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 All right, I'm done. That's small it. part, also soft part. <laughs> oh! Uh, I'm going to <laughs> Well, that's the whole point of this podcast, Cheats, is to drive you crazy. Literally. Crazy. All right. You all ready for this? Yeah, just one piece of feedback from Joel Mingle. Uh, in response to the Orca podcast, he said, Death Fish 5, he did it on porpoise, starring Jean-Claude Van Clam. <laughs> nice. Uh, he also said, Tuna Turner stars in Mad Max Beyond Aquadome. Tina Tuna? Tuna yeah. No, Tuna Turner. <laughs> Pretty good, too. I like it. All right, he, he gets... He, he definitely beat, 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 yeah, he definitely beat my names, 100% for sure. Good, good points there. Alright guys, if you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on iTunes, or they can download all of our episodes from UnitedCypher.com. You can get other podcasts that we have, like United Cypher Presents, The Anime Alphabet, uh, Talks Over Games, or Fallout Forecast. Uh, check out some podcasts we listen to on the regular, like Nerdonomy, who present Nerds on Film. Uh, check out Sean vs. Wild, Trick or Treat Radio, or Plumbing the Death Star. Hit us, up, hit us up with some feedback. You can find us on Twitter at MPM Podcast or on Facebook. Uh, with that being said, I've been one of your hosts, Stephen Lance Rosenberg. Bill the California Collins. Cheats McGee, spelled with two Ks. Andy Hart. And we'll see you next time.